Today, we're actually going to delve into a very scientific understanding in a simplified way of visualization. Kia ora whanau. welcome back to the Pocket Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Headley. Here on this podcast, we speak about methods, protocols, and understandings behind overthinking, overwhelm, and stress. Today, we're actually going to delve into a very scientific understanding in a simplified way of visualization. And it's something that often gets talked about in a very sort of uh, quote-unquote spiritual way, uh, which often gets tainted in a in a category of woo-woo-ness. <laughs> and I want to bring it away from that category into a very scientific, logical, uh, understandable kind of way, because I feel like because it's such an effective method, when it gets tainted in that way, it gets pushed to the side and not utilized by people when it could be very beneficial in many ways. And we're gonna speak as to why it's beneficial, uh, the methods that are used in particular studies that have been shown as effective, why those are effective, the mechanisms behind them. So we'll talk a little bit about the psychology and a little bit of the neuroscience behind it. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll delve into specific protocols. So you actually have specific takeaways that you can start using to not just improve uh, your overall performance in life, but also ideally create better outcomes. Because if you want to create better outcomes, is it about uh, trying to, is, is it about getting frustrated about the outcome that's occurred? Or is it about changing the, um, the performance that you are capable of so that you can actually create a more productive result from the altered performance, right? And of course, I think we both know the answer to that. I think it's pretty clear, right? When we improve our performance, we improve the result, right? If we just get frustrated about the result rather than actually working on a performance, that's probably the most unproductive thing that we can do. So in the idea of productivity, I am going to delve straight into some of the science behind visualization, all right? Now, um, before we do that, I'm just gonna explain the methods that a lot of people use normally and the methods that are, the, the umbrella idea of the methods that are used here. So remember guys, I'm gonna keep this as, um, yes, there's gonna be some scientific lingo addressed, but I'm also going to simplify it to make it really uh, tangible and understandable for those that don't really click with the scientific terms, which is completely understandable. Most people that I speak to about visualization will visualize, um, will talk about visualizing a result, right? In other words, they'll visualize uh, their ideal outcome uh, or ideal result or ideal life, you know, um, after a specific thing that they're working towards right now or five years from now, 10 years from now, their future self, whatever that is, and they'll only visualize that. Now that has benefits because it gives a sense of inspiration and motivation by cultivating a dopaminergic hook. So you're hooking some do like a dopamine stimulus to an ideal result, which gives you motivation, right? And inspiration to pursue that thing. So that's a great way to develop well, motivation inspiration. Now, it also, uh, if you talk more spiritually, right, and you delve into that realm, you can talk about how you are raising your vibe, raising your energy, raising your frequency, and attracting in certain things. And that is a very beautiful concept as well. However, the methods that are deduced through these uh, scientific papers are more focused on the performance aspect. So rather than just visualizing the result, it's actually visualizing the effort that leads to that result. And that way, uh, neurologically, so in other words, your nervous system and your brain is going to then connect with its ability to understand the steps it needs to take uh, during the actions that you're needing to take to create the result, which therefore improves your performance. Now, with that improved performance, 
you're naturally going to get a better result anyway, right? If you go out to the sports field and play a really great game, you're going to get a good result. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty freaking obvious that that's the result that is going to occur. Now, if you go out and, you know, say you visualized a really beautiful result in your mind and you're like, this is the result I'm going to get, like I see myself winning and you go out and you have a really terrible performance, well, it doesn't matter how many times you visualize the ideal result, the, the performance is going to create the result. So then it's going to create a poor um, like, uh, well, not ideal result for you, right? So even though it is actually helpful, yes, visualizing the result, it's also, it's actually probably going to be more beneficial for a lot of people to visualize the work, the effort, and the execution of that performance that would more likely lead to that result. Tying those two together is very beneficial and it's something that I would suggest. So delving into the science, uh, there's a beautiful study that was published in 1991. It's actually quite old. I wouldn't normally refer to a study like this. I love that we're delving into studies on this podcast, by the way, because uh, I've done a few episodes where I haven't because I've delved more into um, more mindful understandings through experience and through t um, teachers that have shared experience with me. Um, but today we're going to delve more into the science aspect and I get to you know do both with you guys, which is what this podcast is about. So this uh, was published in Advances in Psychology, the journal, um, and it is titled, Why Does Mental Visualization Facilitate Program Solving? I'll say that slower. Sorry, I said that really quickly. Why does mental visualization facilitate problem solving? Okay, I'm not just going to read the study out to you. I am going to link it, however. I'm going to talk about the studies as we go through them. And then we're going to, again, wrap it up and summarize. You will be able to find these studies linked in the uh, description of this either video if you're watching it on video form or on uh, the podcast form if you're watching on a podcast or listening, watching you watch a sound, <laughs> right? I mean, if you're on mushrooms, that might be the case. But anyway, the reason why I'm referring to an older study is just because of the, um, t the few times as I was researching this topic, I found it was cited a few times. So I realized that it was probably um, classified as uh, generally something that is decently, um, decently approved of. So I thought it was a fair study to refer to. Um, and we'll just start here. Um, it, it is a singular study, um, but it does talk about how there are three different experimental procedures that are employed when it comes to visualization um, through um, working through a problem, basically. So it's referring to working through a problem using visualization. Um, the very first point that it makes is presentation of the problem together with illustrative pictures is a um, is an experimental procedure they use that was effective. All right, so what it's referring to is you are having the problem presented with illustrative pictures, meaning the visualization aspect is not just something you imagine in your own mind, but it's something that is painted for you. So for example, if you're working through a challenge, if you're able to, in some shape or form, have illustrative image images that you can actually look at that showcase action points that you're going to need to take, then you're more likely, more capable of taking those actions, right? Which is why um, a lot of sports athletes uh, are will watch um, other players perform that are better than them at certain actions, and they'll relay those images in their mind by actually seeing other players do that. So this can um, definitely help improve performance in certain areas. Um, the second point it made was presentation of the problem with instructions to mentally visualize the scene described. So now that's more referred to the visualization aspect. That is the traditional understood idea of visualization. And then the third point they made was uh, previous instructions 
to ment uh, mentally visualize and freely elaborate the problem situation and subsequent presentation of the problem. Basically, it's more like the idea of a guided meditation, which is kind of what it's referring to um, based on what I would gather. Um, it then goes on and states how visualization can operate in problem solving both before and after the problem is given. Um, so in other words, uh, say you have a problem that you're wanting to work through, you can visualize yourself working through the problem. That's after the problem's been presented. And let's just say you are aware that a problem might come your way, then you may might visualize yourself working through a potential problem that might come your way, right? Or you use illustrative images or whatnot. And then uh, once the problem is Posed figural representations are useful mentally to stimulate the situation and the transformations described in the problem. So that's just really summarizing the points that they made. So um, that's a really interesting study that's referred to. Uh, now, the next couple of, uh, well, more articles actually that we're referring to, which are accumulations um, of studies, or rather they're reference to accumulated accumulation of studies um, because there are various references in each of these articles. This one is published in March of 2004 in the online journal of sport psychology. Very interesting journal. Now, what's fascinating about this is this was published, um, or rather this was done through RMIT University in Melbourne, Australia. Hey, we're going back to my side of the world. Here we go. All right. This one, um, and by the way, like I said, would, um, these are linked. I'd highly suggest actually going and having a read of these if you're very fascinated by this kind of stuff, just like me. Yeah, very fascinating reads. Um, so you'll have to excuse me if you're watching on video that I'm not directly looking at you, but what we will do is we will um, be, you know, you'll be getting some nice images up there so you can get a general idea of what we're referring to here. It refers to mental skills training for sports. And the reason why we're referring to sports is mainly because a lot of the studies that are done on mental visualization are done with the experiment with sports. Even though that's the case, that doesn't take away from your ability to take these techniques and apply it to performance in life. Whether it's working through a challenge in a relationship, uh, whether it's working through a challenge in work, right, um, in employment, uh, some sort of situation that's sort of blown up in your face, financial, it could be anything. The idea that it's referring to is your actual performance in something that you need to action related to the visual representation that you've created in your mind you've played over and over again right so that's the two relations that we're referring to and this um, article and the next article we'll touch on are referring to sports just because it's such a simple method to measure um, because you can measure a specific result and you can accumulate a lot of data from a lot of people um, which is um, which is understandable why it would be done through there um, that's my assumption anyway my hypothesis i'm sure there's other reasons this Abstract touches on, um, so the abstract of this article, I should say, touches on, I'm aware that this is the longest episode we've done. I ideally will keep more um, future episodes shorter, and I have probably broken this up into two separate episodes because it is so damn long. <laughs> so with that being said, guys, please go ahead and share it um, if you found it beneficial. Um, please subscribe if you want to support us in any shape or form, and give us a good old review that really supports us and allows us to grow and reach more people. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Coach Keza, um, or The Pocket Coach. All right, You can find those linked in the description. You can also find the articles linked in the description, as I mentioned. So go ahead and give it a read. Those are nice reads, by the way, um, and very 
um, understandable as well and digestible. I will see you in the next episode. Um, yeah, let me know if you found this of interest in any shape or form in terms of like the scientific aspect and not just the mindful aspects and the understandable aspects. But if you really enjoy the scientific focuses, then yeah, please let me know because um, then I'll do more of it if I do get good feedback around this. And if you didn't, then let me know too. I'll see you next time.